Welcome to The Pod, a series of fruitfully interesting podcasts brought to you by Jupiter Group. Hello and welcome to The Pod. I hope you are well. I'm Gareth Wilcock, Jupiter's Head of Sales and today's host. I'm really pleased to say that we're joined by Jupiter's Head of Grapes, Damien Sutherland. And today we're going to be discussing our Indian grape production and a few of the points that make us such a unique force in that region. So, Damien, over to you. Can you introduce yourself, please? Well, you've you stole my thunder, haven't you? Because you've already told them that I'm head of grapes. But um, yeah, so <laughs> my background is I've been with Jupiter for 10 years now. Um, and really, my main focus now is, is supporting the agronomy team and the commercial team um, to expand the new varieties on grapes. Really, that's our our target in the next six years is to continue that development plan. Fantastic. Um, I think for the discussion today, it would be really good if we start off with the partnership that we've developed in India um, with Sahadri Farms. And Damien, I know that you've been part of that relationship and, and key to the development of our Indian production for a lot longer than I have. So um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about how that started and, and the development of, of that relationship to, to where we are today? Yeah, you're right. It has been going on a long time. It actually yeah. pre, predates me. Um, so the, the, the very beginning of it was Mark um, meeting with Vilas, who's um, the, uh, chairman of the the boss of Sahadri um, in 2004 is when Mark met Vilas and they became really good friends started working together um, in terms of exporting some fruit and then in 2007 is when Vilas actually created Sahadri Farms and um, that is when it really took off uh, in terms of the amount of business that we did together and then from 2012 is when the two of them decided to really focus on new variety project, how to make a step change in India, because it is, it's a huge producer of grape. I think everyone forgets that um, they only export 4% of what they actually grow on grapes. It's a, it's a yeah. huge phenomenal amount of grape. So we needed to make that step change. Um, and so they started that work in 2012 and then in 2019 is when um, Mark gave the the master license for for production of ara grapes um, in uh, in India uh, to Sahadri to Vilas. Fantastic and um, I guess it's a good point that you make there about the size and scale of production that I think India are actually the second largest producer of grapes of table grapes in the world. Yep. behind China so you look at the southern hemisphere production it's more than double the size of South Africa Peru and Chile put together so I think quite often that's not necessarily realized mm. so I think that puts you know an an added importance on what we're doing because not only are we looking to to change and improve 
the quality of grapes that are exported globally, pro primarily to Europe and the UK, but also how it how it improves the domestic market, which is absolutely huge, and how it, we're looking to to step change and be at the forefront of just that as well as the um, export market. So great, thank thanks very much for that. And um, what about the actual facilities and and the farming that they've got there? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? If I look at the production side first and mention the the the, the new variety work, ARA 15 in 2023, so next year's production, we're going to be at 3,800 tonnes. And then come 2026, we're going to be 19,800 tonnes. I've never seen a number that big in terms of uh, grape production. So it's uh, it's phenomenal. Um, and that's just on the ARA 15, which is the, the, the green grape. Uh, they have the traditional varieties, so the, the Thompson, we've got just over 5,000 tonnes of Thompson. Crimson, biggest producer of Crimson in India, um, one thousand, just over 1,200 tonnes. And then Sherad, which is a, a traditional black, you've got 1,300 tonnes. And then there's the, the traditional flame red variety, which is 600 tonnes, and I think that will disappear as the crimson continues to increase uh, year on year sure um if i think about the facilities it's actually awe inspiring their facilities i've never seen anything like it anywhere i've been in produce for over 20 uh, 23 years um been all over the world and i've never seen facilities like this not only in the fact they are vertically integrated in their production so they have their own nursery meaning that we can produce the plants there rather than importing them uh, which is costly. You have quarantine. There's potential for cross viruses to get into the fruit, so into the vine. Sorry. So it's it's very 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 good to have that nursery on the ground. Very controlled. And it is super controlled. Yeah. 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 It really is. And then when you come away from that kind of the nursery, the the breeding ground, and you get to the actual packhouse facilities, they're so advanced. The the cold storage facilities are mind-bending, really, because people generally struggle with, with um, cold storage, either the capacity or the age. It's just super modern and incredibly large facilities. And then on top of that, you've got the Marco machine, which is something that heat seals, punnets at source, um, with the retailer's film. Again, what's the, the net result, which is better quality grape because there's less people touching it. And of course, you're going to get um, an improvement on your cost supply chain as well. And then if you look outside of the grapes, you've then got their tomato business, there's an onion business, there's a banana business, there's a ketchup manufacturing facility. Um, they're the biggest um, tomato ketchup producer in, in India with a population of over a billion people. So you can imagine how much that is. Mm -hmm. um, and the other part of that is, is with all this, is the, the, the CSR, the Corporate Social Responsibility, in that they've actually invested in the people and put in place um, facilities for uh, women, which unfortunately, um, it's still an issue in, in India and, and many countries around the world. Yeah. Um, but school girls have got access now to computers and they're really focusing on developing that within their business to have a proportion of their workforce, which are which are female, which is fantastic. Yeah. And also then giving them facilities to to live in in terms of housing that built a community. In fact, it's actually a community that they've built for 
employees, which again it kind of makes you get uh, goosebumps when you it, when you think uh, about it. Agree. It's really pleasing to see, and I, I think the re- the reason why the partnership that we've got has got longevity because we share those values of um, ethical, social, and corporate responsibility. You know, and together by improving the lives of our workers, whether that be outsourced in India, or if you look at the Jupiter Group as a as a macro, they're the same principles that we hold dear. Um, and yeah, I've not been fortunate to go to India to visit yet, considering that um, I, it was just at the start of the COVID pandemic when it was going to be my first visit to see it. So I've not been able to see it firsthand, but I've seen lots of videos and lots of footage from it and met the people there. So yeah, I can only e- echo that. I think you know, if you if you look at our vision to be the most transparent brand and company in fresh produce, I think India's a really great example of where we see that from end to end and that our customers can recognize how our mission statement really comes to life from a transparency perspective you know there's no better partner in india to help demonstrate that we're able to provide full traceability of the product from the point of harvest right the way through to shelf which is ever so much more important in this day and age. Um, and it can give our customers total confidence, I guess, when they are um, buying fruit from ourselves and when we're supplying our key partners that that they know and they've got that element, which builds trust ultimately. You know, on each, it's quite an impressive operation that, I, again, I've seen the footage from, that every punnet has got its own unique ID code that ensures that they can trace it right back to the to the plot where the grape was harvested from, should they need to. And that's been something which has been done for a number of years now. So, you know, again, at being at the forefront of technology and procedures has been critical. I think also, you know, you talk a lot about the the farm, the scale of production, the facilities. India in itself has had challenges in the past. So, you know, the foresight of Mark and Phil asked to start to look at how to change the face of Indian grape with new varieties and also expansion of traditional variety, varieties such as crimson. I think we've really started to see that come to life this year. You know, these things are never something that happens quickly. Uh, but we're in sort of third and fourth year production of some ARA 15, and we've seen that on supermarket shelves across Europe and the UK um, for the first time, I would say, on scale this year. And it's been fantastic to see that. Um, and that's only going to grow. You say the volumes do start to crank up quite significantly over the next four years. So, you know, the, the foundations and the, the partnerships that we develop now with customers are going to be key because you look at that supply window from January through to end of May, um, it's going to be a fundamentally different proposition from India that's going to be able to compete on a like-for-like basis with other source countries that that produce at that time, you know, most notably South Africa and Chile. Um, so it, it's great to see as how we've pushed that forward, and I'm I'm very hopeful of the future and also the future varieties um, that we're currently developing. You know, you also talk around packing at source. Um, you we've you can only do that if it all starts with the product and the management that you have in place. So having confidence in your product and having confidence in your procedures and the way that the fruit is stored and ensuring the cold chain is maintained is key, really. So you know, we I see that as a as a huge benefit, and we've seen some fantastic results of fruit packed at source. Um, that's the freshest fruit you will get 
from India because, you know, as I said, it, it's sealed, the cold chain's maintained and it's right the way through the chain as quick as possible. So that's something which you know, we definitely see as a, as a big benefit and something that we want to develop and increase with our key customers. So, yeah, I, I see there's lots of positivity around what we do in India and it's a, a true partnership that we have with Sahadri. And, and really, it's a three way relationship, I guess, because Grappa are also a key and integral to that, that we continue to develop together. I guess this season, if we talk about um, where we are right now, it's been a successful Indian season. It will be our most successful ever um, from a volume perspective, um, as we're working with our key customers across across the globe. Um, as I've said already, the Ara 15 has been um, supplied into the market um, and it's gone extremely well this season. And we're now moving into our, our traditional varieties, which we again supply across Europe and the UK. So you know, we'll do up to a million boxes this year out of India exported, which is a, a fantastic development and growth year on year. Um, I think well, India will always have a place and continues to demonstrate why that place is deserved in the marketplace. When you look at the issues you see in other countries with logistics, um, delays on vessels, um, increase in demand, increased costs. So when you talk about cost inflation, it seems to be relentless in the last 12 months, unprecedented in logistics due to numerous factors. Um, so. You know, you have to have that whole mindset of removing cost out the chain and being able to deliver at scale if you're going to survive in what's a competitive environment. And I think you know, the reason why we can still continue to grow whilst that pressure does exist is because we can demonstrate all the things that we've just talked about. Very true. Yeah, absolutely. So um, from a, I guess, looking forward, Damien, you know, What's what's next from the variety perspective? You talked about how production is going to increase massively over over the next few years for ARA 15. But outside of that key core Thompson replacement that that we're you know that we're lucky to be developing, what what else is there and and why? Yeah, so uh, the Grappa team um, are working intensely on on developing further varieties, and then we have the the test uh, block um, with Sahadri. Um, in terms of trying to find these varieties so yeah we're looking to find a, a late red of course um that takes yeah. us up to up to towards the summertime when when the egyptian uh, would then start and then also the further development of the ara 32 which is a, a black grape which we've had incredible results with out of out, out of greece um and so that's the next step as a, a Sharad replacement. And then in terms of supporting the Ara 15 is is finding uh, a mid-season green that would then con, kind of complement what we're doing with the early season Ara 15. So that's the that's the task the team are faced with at the moment. Fantastic. You know, it, it sounds really positive and it's only going to strengthen the position of India as a, as a true source country and, and looking to ultimately improve the customer offer. Um, which the two go hand in hand. So finding new ways to do things better and providing solutions to customers and improving the offer is, is I think, how it's going to ensure sustainability for the future. So, yeah, it's something that is exciting. And uh, I think, you know, we're both looking forward to what that looks like and proud to be part of it. Absolutely. Very true. So 
I think that wraps up our chat today. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast on our season of Indian Table Grapes. I hope you've liked what you've heard um, from the pod today. And remember that you can hit that subscribe button whenever you listen to your favourite podcasts. And if you can take a moment or two to give us five stars and a review, we would be most grateful. Thank you very much.